Is there any such thing as a free lunch? I mean, a really free lunch with no strings attached. I don't know about you, but I'm skeptical about anything that is offered for free. This is Monday, November 21st, the week of Thanksgiving. Now, when Sandy and I were young married, we fell for an age-old trick of signing up for a night in the Bahamas if you went to one of those timeshare sales pitches. Now, the salespeople were pretty slick. I'm sure they'd had plenty of practice. But first, what they were selling was not cheap. And second, they didn't want us to leave the presentation without buying a week of their timeshare. Now, I imagine for some people it felt like they were involved in a hostage negotiation. Our saving grace was that we really had no money. I mean that quite literally. We did not have the savings that would make it possible for us to purchase one of those timeshares. And I think when they could see uh, this about us, we were as free as birds. Now, I share this because our world is an economy of buying and selling, of causes and effects, of earning and deserving. But this isn't our world from God's perspective. And that's what our scripture is about for today. This is Acts 17, verse 24 to 25. The God who made the world and everything in it is the Lord of heaven and earth, and does not live in temples built by human hands. And he is not served by human hands, as if he needed anything. Rather, he himself gives everyone life and breath, and everything else. Now, this is a brief part of the sermon that Paul the Apostle gave to the Greeks on Mars Hill in Athens. After preaching the gospel in the marketplace for a few days, Paul was invited to the forum for discussing debate and debating ideas. Now, this was a great privilege for him to receive the invitation, but how would he tell the Greeks about Jesus when the city was filled with their gods? Sure, likely they would have room to add one more god, but the god of the Greeks were wood and stone, nothing but idols. Paul begins his message by telling them about the true and living God. He explained to them that God doesn't need anything from human beings, and he doesn't need humans to do anything for him. He doesn't dwell in the kind of temples that people make. No, he's completely self-sufficient in himself, needing nothing and no one. Instead, he gives life and breath freely. And he gives everything else. So here is the God who is completely free and absolutely loving. The creation doesn't exist because of some need that God has. You see, in our world of causes and consequences, the truth is that God gave us life and breath freely. We do not earn it or merit it. We can't repay him for it. You see, there is a grace that comes before saving grace. It is God's creating grace. The great truth is that our world didn't have to be. It is gloriously unnecessary. Neither we or our universe had to be at all. It might well have not been brought into being. But God in his freedom and love has given us breath and life and everything else, as Paul said in that message. Now, it is this truth, this deep truth, 
that lies at the foundation of our praise and gratitude. Now, we may forget this or pretend that life comes from us, but this simply is not the case. We are living on God's earth, eating his food, and breathing his air. And not only did God give us life freely, he has given us life superabundantly. Yes, they're not a handful of species, they're millions. I am told that there are almost half a million species of beetles alone. And there are not a few galaxies, but there are more than we can count. We are awash in the generosity and love of God. I know we may fret over what we don't have. We complain when our lives feel cut short. But the truth is, our lives are all of grace. We didn't have to be at all. Our universe is not the result of a necessary chain of events. As we have seen, it is all gift. Now, that is nothing like the beautiful timeshare my wife and I were given a tour of. And no, we could not afford it because, well, it wasn't free and not even close. This is the way we experience life in our world. Everything costs. Everything comes about for the sake of gaining something else. And in this case, a hefty profit. But God never works this way. This isn't how our universe came to be. And this isn't the reason for the superabundance all around us. You see, there is no balance sheet. There's no calculation in God's giving. It is absolutely free and loving. Well, that's why he created us. It's why we have breath and life and everything else. And what results when we see this? First, the recognition of the miracle of our existence and our continuing sustenance. And then after that, true praise and thanksgiving. Let's pray. Father God, we marvel at your goodness. You need nothing, but you made us and you've given us life. We have nothing that we can give to you, but the, what you have already given to us. We thank you and rejoice in your goodness. Help us to glorify you by enjoying you forever. In your name, amen. <laughs>